Okay. Okay, the last thing we saw was Rebbe's explanation of the Indian of Mimachar Sashas. That the Koyach, to bring about the changes that the Rebbe describes in the, in the beginning of the Maimah, in the, in, the, in, the, in the body of the Maimah, the Koyach, to bring that about, to illuminate the meters of the Nevesh Amis and elevate time, space, comes from Machar Sashabas, a place beyond Seder Ishtashalus. Shabbos being, <coughs> Shabbos being the the holiest place in time, but still a level in time, limited by time to the extent that it ends. And to in, or, in order to truly change our reality and the reality around us, there has to be a kayach that's beyond us and beyond that reality. Meaning, it's a part of us, but it's a level beyond the nefesh b'am is beyond the natural order. True transcendence comes from a place beyond whatever it is that we experience. Most people relate to transcendence as setting new boundaries, but the new boundary is still a place in limitation. Sport is a very uh, powerful force in the world. Probably right now the single most powerful, probably more money in that than anything else. So, so wh- wh- why? Well, there's a certain level of transcendence in it, right? If you watch an athlete do something, so you say, well, I can't do that. That's rather transcendent, that shot he just hit or that, what, you know, whatever he did. Okay, that, that's true. And so people are drawn to that, except it's, it's within the context of limitation. There's nothing, it's not in any way, shape, or form beyond limitation. It's beyond the limitation that we might experience, but it's just a new, a new state of limitation. The high jumper got the bar to go up another half an inch. Okay, say that. It's just a new state of limitation. True transcendence comes from a place beyond all of that, and that's called Mimachris HaShabbos. For Indian Bezeh, we have to move a little, we have to get to that, that dot on the next page. The Indian Bezeh, Hinei. Beshas Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, at the time of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Haisa, there was, and this is now summing up everything we've seen. Haisa Yisarusa de la Eila. There was the arousal from above, Alainian, regarding this this matter. The people fled. Why did we flee? We had to flee because Mitzrayim was still very powerful. Mitzrayim held sway over us. We weren't out of Mitzrayim. I mean, physically, we, we got out of Mitzrayim, but emotionally, we were still very connected to everything that Mitzrayim represents. And regarding the general preparation for Matan Torah, and it comes from the power that a Kaddish Baruch revealed himself to us and redeemed, redeemed us. Meaning the ability to do the work came from this revelation of a completely transcendent state before. Now that didn't change us, but it opened us up to the possibility of a whole different state of reality. Like the Balagoda says, the author of the Haggadah, whoever that might be. Obviously, we know it's very early. I took you out of Mitzrayim and not an angel. I and not another type of angel. I and not a messenger. I did it and no one else. HaKadosh Baruch himself. That since we were sunk, we were sunk. Sheke is a plug right, in the wall. We were stuck and sunk in the 49 gates of Tuma. So, in order to be extracted from that, there had to be an incredibly powerful force because we were so stuck, we couldn't possibly extract ourselves. If someone else would come, which is an interesting language. says an amazing thing here. Now, even the highest levels of Kedusha, meaning a malach, an angel, would come to try to extract the Jew from that state. Not only, not only, 
would that angel not be able to extract the Jew from that place? Because that place in Tuma, that place in Klippa is so powerful, the angel doesn't have the ability to extract us from that. Because the angel is limited also by his natural state. El Adrabah. Now this is the Rebbe says something fascinating. The opposite is true. What does that mean the opposite is true? I mean, not only would the angel not be able to extract me from there, I would sink deeper into it. Right? In other words, there's certain levels of revelation that don't, you, you would think a certain uh, a revelation of some spiritual reality would help a person extract themselves from a very deep connection to physical reality. Okay, that makes sense if, it's, if things are happening within the context of normal reality. But what if a person's very, very deeply sunk into whatever klipa they happen to be, they happen to find themselves in? So it might be that some sort of spiritual awakening will actually be more damaging than, than positive. And what will they do? They'll take that energy and just turn it into absolute idiocy.
regarding all of time, right, what happened, what, what was said to them, the empowerment, that it could be that you could count, but what does that really mean? That all of these 49 days you sepurim, counted, but in this it can also mean illuminated, mivurarim, elevated and refined, umizukochim, also another word of refinement. Where does it come from? A place beyond Seder Ishtashlis. What does that mean in Aveda? Aveda is not simply discipline. Discipline is absolutely necessary. But discipline is me disciplining myself. It's me using my, my limited powers within the context of my emotional, psychological, and physical, intellectual state in this world. I've come to a certain conclusion and I'm trying to impose that conclusion on myself. I mean, I, I understand objectively what's proper, even though I might have subjective desires to do something else. Right? So I try to discipline myself to live in line with my objective reality as opposed to allow the subjective reality to take me to places that objectively I don't want to go. Okay, so I know this is unhealthy, whether it's food or a certain type of behavior. So I'll need discipline not to eat that food or not to ex- express that particular type of behavior. Okay, that's absolutely important. There's no question. Without that, nothing happens. But that's not a Veda. Because I don't change. My behavior changes. At certain time, at certain point in time, so my, my basic emotional desires will probably change to a certain degree, but I don't really bring about any transcendence in myself. I'm just, you know, well-disciplined. What's Kedusha really all about? What's Aveda really all about? Taking that part of us, which is beyond Seder Ishtar called our Nefesh Elokis, our godly soul, and allowing that to illuminate our animal soul. Yes, discipline is necessary. Of course discipline is necessary. Without discipline, nothing happens. But it's not all discipline. Discipline, then I'm just a well-behaved puppy. So instead of making on the carpet, I make on the lawn. So that's good. That's much better than making on the carpet. I don't want to make on the carpet. I mean, you don't want him making on the carpet, so you teach him how to not make on the carpet. Did he change? Well, he's still a hunt. Nothing changed. He's just better behaved hunt. Right? I mean, he won't make on the carpet. He really won't. Like he learned that he fig- he'll, he changed. He will not. He'll sit. He'll be. He'll experience distress. Well, she. He. You know, is gonna make on the wall. She. Right. Won't make on the carpet. She'll experience physical distress. She'll cry at the door. She's really uncomfortable. She won't make on the carpet. That's pretty good, right? That's a pretty serious change. Well, okay, not really. Right. Still the same dog. Right? She just doesn't like the experience of having her nose rubbed in something. Right? So she knows that this isn't what's supposed to happen. So she's sitting there, you know. And finally, you can, you, oh, oh, gee, you know, Peppy wants to go out. So you open the door and Peppy goes out. And, oh, Peppy's so happy. Right. Okay, so some people relate to Kedusha that way, right? That it's all just discipline, and I'm disciplining myself to act better. So there's no question that that's part of it. But the, 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 to truly illuminate ourselves, there has to be a force that's beyond me, illuminating me, something beyond just my own, my own natural personality. Okay, yes, of course, that natural personality has to be into the notion of discipline. Nothing will happen. I mean, I'm certainly, I can't possibly bring about real changing myself if I keep exhibiting the negative and unhealthy behavior, right? Okay, that's true. No question. Say that. But to bring about real change is to connect to something beyond. And that's beyond Seder Yishtar, that's Mimachras HaShabbos. And to do that, to a place that's completely beyond even levels in Kedusha, which is Shabbos. Shabbos is Kedusha. Even beyond Shabbos, because Shabbos in 
The Shurish of Shabbos is Atzma. Shabbos is the holiest thing imaginable. But Shabbos in time is still a piece of time that's limited by time. So our ability to truly change ourselves has to come from a place beyond Shabbos. Otherwise, I'm the same person, just slightly better, more disciplined, which is positive, but there's much more to do. When the energy to bring about this change comes from Machras HaShabbos, Venases and then what's the Avedah? It's illuminating yourself, not simply disciplining yourself, but becoming a person from godliness is, is, is part of their conscious reality. Elokus is real. It's not an interesting concept. It's not a prop that somehow makes my life a little more meaningful, a little better. No, it's real. There's really an Eibishter. He really created the world. He really took us out of Egypt. He really split the Red Sea. He really gave us...
Now it's incredible.